Welcome back to another week with uh, Better Than Most. A couple of topics we got to go through this week. We have um, some news with football all around the different leagues. Some basketball talk, as you guys love to hear. Um, some NBA awards, some other awards around the league. And our top five this week. So let's get into it. safe to say you could hit that putt 50 times and maybe make it once. Last name ever, first name greatest, like a sprained ankle, boy ain't nothing to play with. Started off local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name basis. In your city faded off the brand. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, this man. This man is doing way too many movies and now he's buying way too many leagues. So here we go, we got The Rock buying the XFL for $15 million. Um, if he's with like another group of investors, I'm not really sure who or the specifics are behind it. But I mean, what is your thoughts behind like this decision? So he bought it with Danny Garcia and Redbird Capital. It's an interesting buy. I think it's fine. I mean, it's kind of expected with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, it's, yeah. I'm not surprised by it at all. Just because XFL is kind of this, I don't know, it's kind of this rugged football league yeah. and the fact that he's an ex wwe athlete i mean it makes sense my biggest thing with this is i think this is a great buy i hate now that the xfl is going to be the only probably the only football season that goes on in fall so i think they're going to try it out they're going to like scoop all the viewers that were going to watch nfl and they're going to get all the betters in on them absolutely i think with them what you were saying with the wwe it's a great buy because he he comes from a background where the WWE is like it's all scripted. It's all it's just extremely it's very calculated. It's a very calculated league, and I think the F- XFL is like this too, where they push they'll try to push like narratives, and they love to get fans involved. Where in a way that it's like you were saying, very rugged. With this too, the investment is genius because NFL won't be happening this year, and I'll get into why that won't happen in a second, but. He's going to double his money, dude. He's going to double his money because here's the thing. If the NFL decides to do a bubble and they start losing players because players start opting out, they can start scooping players from the XFL. And that's just a better look for the XFL, too. So, I mean, this is a very good buy, in my opinion. I'm not a fan of the XFL at all. I mean, they only got, what, eight teams? How many teams? It's a very small amount of teams. So the thing with them is the NFL should take... If they do happen this year for the XFL, NFL needs to copy what the XFL does and take their structure for how to do a bubble because they only have like eight teams. That's not a problem at all because you can get, let's say there's 53 guys on a roster in the XFL and you got 100, let's just say 100 dudes per team, including equipment, managers, everything like that, where 100 times eight is 800 people. That's not a problem. That's not a problem where you can quarantine 800 guys all these different equipment managers too where you can do it in one city so here's my thing with the nfl they roger goodell dude listen to me you you are not doing this right you have been the least transparent you could possibly be in this entire process and we don't even know if we're having a season with because of you you think that with the jags too the jags are saying they're gonna let fans in other stadiums are not 
that's fine and all, but you're going to get guys that are going to test positive for different teams, just like what the MLB is doing. Players are testing hot because they didn't do a bubble where here's my solution to fixing the NFL. I right, put Let's me put me at the top of the ranks and I will I will make you guys the money this year. I will do it. But here's the thing. Four teams of division, right? You got two conferences. What I would do is you can take, let's say, the AFC North and the AFC West or the AFC East and the AFC South. You group those two divisions together. You have a 14-game season, correct? You have four teams in each division play their division twice and then the other division twice as well. Okay. So people aren't going to complain about, oh, well, now the division games are half the season. Well, now, no, it's not half the season. It's like two games less, so it's not a problem. People can get over that. Where, So you have Miami, you have Jacksonville, you have all these southern teams that are in the AFC East, and now they can play with AFC South teams. Where people have been wanting to see this for so long. You put these eight teams in a city, you quarantine them, you put, you put them in hotels. You Hell, if you want to, this, this was a shower thought this morning. You can bring in cruise ships. Cruise ships are suffering right now. They're getting drilled by the economy. Bring them in, put the players in there. You have them play six games. You play your six games, three against your division, and then whatever, three others against the other division. You have a month off in the middle of the season because players are going to complain about, oh, well, I'm, I'm, all I'm doing is being in a bubble for three months. Have a month off in the middle of the season. Let them leave. Go see your families, whatever. That's cool and all. But then in the middle of that one month, let's say like 10 days in, you got to go back get in the bubble quarantine for another like 20 days. That's no like that's no problem. They can do that and then you go back and play the rest of the year. And if you want to do the Super Bowl with fans, this is what you do. You make a bubble for fans that want to pay to go to the Super Bowl. People that are paying for the Super Bowl will pay to get in this bubble. They have the money. They don't care. They'll gone. Put eight eight teams, bring it to cities that Jacksonville. They were supposed to have a big national convention recently. Not saying that's a good or bad thing, but economically it's a good thing. You can incorporate local businesses for catering food for players. You can do all this stuff with local businesses in Jacksonville and Miami, Tampa, all these cities that were supposed to have stuff coming in, and now they're not having it. Thoughts? Is it a little outrageous? It's outrageous on a couple uh, a couple points. Um, it's outrageous because. Roger Goodell and the NFL could never come to that conclusion. <laughs> but also, it's just difficult to get that many people on board. You would see way too many people opting out. Mm-hmm. And then, by the end of it, they would just decide to not have the season. Um, that's what. That's the only thing I could think of. I mean, I don't mind. Like, the cruise ship idea is a little bit... I mean, it's okay, but also, you would have to have... You'd have to have these games in cities like Jacksonville and Miami and... I mean, just like, do it on, on east. On the coasts. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's an interesting idea. It'd be tough to do, especially if you're if you're thinking about having a month break in between mm-hmm. and then quarantine for however long. It would still be difficult. I think you would still see people contracting it with each other in the bubble. Mm-hmm like over and over again and just keep coming up with pos- positive tests. That's and why then, you got to do what the NBA did and to create a bubble before the season starts too. Well, yeah, but then the month in between that you're talking about, the month break, basically you're by, you're by month. Obviously they are going to complain. So I understand that, but it would just, 
it would end up people would get it and then they would come into the bu- back into the bubble and quarantine with it but then they'd probably come into contact with somebody else in the bubble before their 14 days is up and then just keep giving it over and over to each other mm-hmm. so it's tough i mean the the biggest thing is i could just never see roger goodell in the nfl coming up with Oh, he like, is like coming to that conclusion. He has no grip on the season at all. They have no, no clue what's going to happen. I think they're going to try okay. to just go the way that it was going to be last year, just without fans in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to fall like dominoes like the MLB right now. Yeah. I don't see him trying to be just, I just don't see him trying to be smart about this. He's just going to just, I, f- I feel like there's no preparation going on it right now. Like from the ML, or not the MLB, but the NBA. They they had plans in advance in April and March, if anything ever happened. Like they knew what to do when this came around. They have the they're resuming right now. They're cool and all, but I mean the NFL I just don't see happening. That's my yeah. idea. With the months two in between, you I feel like you'd have to be really strict in players yeah. that come back into the bubble and that you do another quarantine. That'd be tough. Just an idea, just to help out players. You could prorate the season like how the MLB did. Because if it's only 12 games, if guys are complaining about pay, the NFL has the money to give to the players if they prorate the season. Not a problem. They're making way more money than the MLB. But I just, I really don't see NFL happening. I'm sad I'm not going to be able to defend my back-to-back title in the Father-Son Fantasy League. But it's just, I don't see, I don't see a scenario where they try to be smart about this. Yeah. So with the XFL, again, The Rock bought it. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Interesting. This article shows that they were their views and their revenue last season was exceeding their internal expectations, but then they had to stop the season because of COVID-19 purposes. Mm-hmm. So, the question is which league is more likely to play? You gave this rant, you gave this hypothetical, which which league is more likely to happen, XFL or NFL? From I think, so here's the thing. I think XFL is more likely to happen over a long time, but I think NFL is more likely to start sooner just because the NFL has the money. I think the XFL will go on longer, and I think the NFL season will get cut cut short if they do it, do it. My take's kind of wishy-washy, but I think the XFL has a better chance of having a full season. Okay. Just because they can do a bubble with however, did you say it was eight teams or ten teams? Yeah, I don't even teams. know. I think they're trying to get a ninth team, actually. Right okay, now. so they could do it. Fans yeah. will watch because the NFL is not yeah. going to go past week eight or whatever. But <laughs> I just see the XFL going longer. What about you? Yeah, I think the XFL has a better chance just because um, I don't. I mean, I'm guessing they have a little bit less regulations around their league. They don't mm-hmm. have they don't have as many people a part of the league that are kind of just pressuring because there's a lot of people pressuring Goodell and the NFL to like not have a season i don't think many people care as much about the xfl playing because there are less teams um which means less players Mm -hmm. so that's that's honestly the biggest reason why the xfl is a better chance they have less teams and which means less people which means less exposure another thing is that if the nfl does not have a season there's no way the xfl doesn't do everything they can to have a season because then all of the viewership is going to the XFL. Oh, 100%. Literally all of it. It would be they would make 
so much money. They'd be able to add probably double the amount of teams in the in the season following. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the NFL decides to not have a season, the the XFL has to do everything legal and maybe illegal <laughs> to have to have a season. If they want to have like a legitimate league, mm-hmm. that's not just like maybe one player gets from the XFL to the NFL. So here's what I see happening with the XFL, and this kind of transitions into college football too. Mm-hmm. College Colleges are just telling players right now that you're going to have a season, this is going to happen, and if you get COVID, some players might be hush-hush about it just because they want to keep playing. So you could see a lot of like false negatives coming out, I guess, if you want to say, just the opposite of false positive. But the thing with the XFL is I could see The Rock being really smart about this because this dude... This dude is just has mad schemes going on right now. Oh, yeah. The man finessed himself into the Fast and Furious franchise somehow. But yeah. now I could see him trying to get into like the sports betting side where they could start they can have a betting app. They can yeah. the XFL now with the Rock, they could be not they're not going to come nowhere cl- close to the NFL of how big they are, but they can start becoming like a feeder league yeah. more like of how minor leagues is to the like to MLB. So yeah. this could be a g- big boost. Or this could be a catastrophe, obviously. But I think it's nothing but good news for XFL League players and owners. So I think it's a really good buy. Yeah. With college football, what do you think is more likely to happen? NFL or college football? Um, I will say that's a that's very tough because I think it's harder to get college people in general to follow rules. Mm-hmm. But also it seems like college football has an idea of what they want to do. NFL is just kind of like, eh, yeah, let's go for it. Let's throw some darts. Yeah. <laughs> and college football is like, okay, we're only going to play in-conference games, which I guess it's less games, which means less exposure, but still not a huge difference. Mm-hmm. It seems like college football is at least doing something in the process to figure out a plan. While the while the NFL is seems to not be doing much, hmm. I agree. So I'll say I'll say college football. The NFL, I believe it will start. It won't go past week eight, like I said. It probably could go until week four. Yeah, possibly it could get cut short there. In my opinion, college football has zero chance making it to the bowl week. In no chance, dude. The only way here, let me tell you how to fix college football. Are you ready? You can't, dude. You can't. You have 90 some odd players per roster. You have over 100 people traveling with the team. You have equipment managers. You have all these dudes. And yes, you can say this with NFL teams too. But they give out so many scholarships to kids. They're going to be going to school. There is no scenario where college football happens in the fall. The only way you could fix college football is pushing it to the spring, hoping Dr. Fauci throws just gets a little gift from Bill Gates or something with a. I don't know, vaccination, but like, <laughs> it's not going to happen, dude. Too many guys with too many moving pieces. I just don't see it happening. Both of them won't go a full season, in my opinion. If they do, please, I would love to see that happen. But yeah. I just don't see a scenario. There's way too many moving pieces for college football. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think I don't think either will finish a season. Yeah. Uh, but I think both will start a season. But I could also see them. I could see college football moving to the spring and then NFL just saying, no, we're going to have to go to next season. Mm-hmm. If um, they were doing, just do the bubble, dude. Just do the bubble. The NBA has, the last week, it's, it's this not week, possible. it's not possible, but like, there's got to be a way, dude. These guys are getting paid stupid money in these offices to coordinate the season. I think they can come up with something. 
If I can think of this in my shower, this little 18 bubble, I think these guys can come up with some better ideas. I don't understand. I really don't know how they're going to do it. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. With college football, it's just watching these commissioners just makes me, and with the NFL, it just makes me just cringe, dude. Like, it's just absurd. There's no, there is no transparency right now, and I think it's just going to crash and burn. But speaking of... Um, most cringy athletes out there right now. Oh my goodness! Can we can we pull up this video? Yeah, here we go. We know exactly who we're talking about here. Yeah. So uh, it's Russell Wilson. Um, I'm just gonna play the clip. I'm gonna <sighs> listen. Okay. Uh, I've only watched like five seconds, ten seconds of this. All right. It's a little gross. Hey guys, uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring. Yes, Russell, the robot Russell, the one you guys love to know. I'm real, real exciting. You know, I'm real exciting. Um, but anyways, uh, everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter no, ego don't. would be. And I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. unlimited. Yeah, you gotta be unlimited. <laughs> you, know, you gotta have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you, you know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go, you got to be unlimited. Tell them, Barstool I'm Sports Captions says, you know what I mean? So when you ask certain questions like, oh what your motivation, Russell? <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. Who, who's your role model, Russell? Dude, his wife unlimited. is gassing him up in the background. This is awful. Who's your awful. go-to person for advice, Russell? They think Pete Carroll. They think this person. think that person. Love you, Pete. But it's Mr. I mean, he sounds like Andre from the league. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, not only does he sound just like him, and Andre from the league is white as snow. He, this is also something that Andre from the league would, would he say. Would, this is something league. he would send into, like, their group chat, dude. Yeah. Mr. Unlit. Dude, stop. Stop, please. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I think, I mean, obviously the respect goes down. Uh, is he still in the top five NFL top 100? That's the question. I might move him out of the NFL top 100 for that video. <laughs> Jesus, man. That's pretty rough. Um, what do you, imagine the locker room of his receivers when they read, when they just see this video. DK Metcalf just ripped as no, like nothing else and he's just. Unlimited. You see that they're gonna give him so much shit in the locker room. It's gonna be ah, uh, that would be hilarious. Jeez, man. Well, we can get into other awards, and you can really yeah. you can touch on this if you want. So we got NBA MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defense Player of the Year. Who yeah. who you got? So you've heard me talk about Giannis and the season he's having. He is not only the front runner for MVP, he's minus like 2,400, so it's pretty much a lock. <laughs> he should be unanimous MVP. And I don't think it's even close. <laughs> Are mean, we. People, the LeBron lovers, we'll call them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the writers, as yeah, we would say. The writers, yeah. They they give an argument for LeBron over Giannis, and it makes absolutely no sense. I mean, they had to do a segment on first take about this. I'm guessing Kendrick Perkins was siding with uh, LeBron. Pretty ridiculous. This shouldn't even be a discussion. 
He's having, he's got the best PER ever, not just in the league, ever. Is it still at? The PER is is the, is player efficiency rating. It basically puts all stats together Mm -hmm. um, and gives like a value rating to to a team. And he, his rating is like Mm 32.01. And the second best to that ever is Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain. With like thirty one point eight or something. That guy scored hundred points in one game in a yeah. season. <laughs> so, yeah, Giannis got. They have the best record in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Clearly has the best stats in the NBA. I mean, mm-hmm. we've never seen this. And he's carrying a team whose second best player is Chris Middleton, who's great and all. He's an, he's, he's an all star. I saw a, like a graphic that he was having one of the best seasons in the NBA. Yeah, Giannis. Oh, for, for her for sure. But I heard Chris Middleton was like one of the best. Yeah. with number twos in the league right now. Now he is sh- the only reason people are saying that cuz is cuz he's shooting out of his mind this year. He's going to he's close to being in the 50-40-90 club, which is 50% from the field, 40% from 3 and 90% from uh the free throw line. Wow. I think he's a little bit short on the free throws right now, mm-hmm. but he can get there. There's not many people that have done it. It's pretty insane. With the LeBron, are people are they saying LeBron just because of how old he is and how good he's still playing? Is that like their argument? I think just the fact that the Lakers are number one in the West. But, like, AD is... And the fact that he is facilitating. Like, he's playing a different role than he usually does. Now, he usually does facilitate, but he is becoming a point guard. I mean, he's a point forward, basically. Yeah. Which is insane to see. I think people just love to see... They love watching LeBron more than Giannis. Um, At least, like, the older guys. He's just more flashy player. I mean, yeah, he can he can shoot the ball better than Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's really no argument for LeBron this season. Giannis, literally, you could argue him having the greatest season of all time with his player efficiency rating and mm-hmm. where his team is in the league. So um, can you have the greatest season of all time and still not win the finals? No, that's the thing. Um some could argue that Curry's season in 2016-2017 was one of the best seasons. He won unanimous MVP that season, mm-hmm. but they lost. They lost in the finals. In the finals. Oh. So I would say... That was a 3-1 year, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's when they choked. Um, so I would say Giannis has to win finals if he wants to have the best season of all time. But also, it's a shortened season, so it's hard to say... Like, it, there's a big asterisk, so it's hard. It's hard to say he had the best season of all time Okay, during coronavirus. So we have MVP. We have also have Rookie of the Year. People are, there's like waves of noises coming out about how they think Zion is going to steal this Rookie of the Year somehow. <laughs> I don't even know if he's eligible to win it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think he is even second in the Rookie of the Year voting. Or in the Rookie of the Year race. Mm -hmm. I think it's John Morant, hands down, and then Kendrick Nunn. The fact that Kendrick Nunn, undrafted, comes into the league and just goes nuts. He was on the the Warriors uh, G League team, by the way. Oh, wow. And they they got rid of him, and now he's on the Heat and just lighting it up, getting a ton of points. I think he's got the second most points um, for rookies behind John Moran, if you're mm-hmm. not including Zion, because he's only played, I don't even know how many games he's played. They say he's, m- the maximum would be 37 games played. Mm-hmm. 
I don't even think he's eligible with with that amount of games. So I, I don't understand why people are arguing that. John Morant is carrying this team to the eight seed. Um, I think they're going to lose it to the Trailblazers, but he the fact that he brought this team to the eight seed is insane. Yeah, they got a lot of they, – they're starting to become a young team for sure. But with – I mean, you got all these guys – you got all these awards. The only thing, other one I could really think of that, I mean, is kind of important would be Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Now this is when another, I yeah. Every time I see this award, I always think of Rudy Gobert just because of how many blocks that dude gets. He's one back to back. Exactly. So I mean, Giannis is included in this too. Who do you think will win the Defensive Player of the Year? The top guy in defensive rating, which this is a kind of weird stat to bring up because it a lot a lot of times it has to do with the team you're on mm-hmm. and the fact that the Bucks have the best point differential is makes his defensive rating a little bit higher but or a little bit better but Giannis has the best defensive rating he you could definitely argue him now I think he should get defensive player of the year but will he I don't think so because he's going to win most valuable player and a lot of people do not want to put they they don't want to give the guy who won MVP defensive player of the year just like they don't they don't like to give people back-to-back MVPs Mm mm-hmm but they have to here because Giannis it's just having wasn't, like, like it wasn't even close. Okay. If LeBron was closer, then they would give it to LeBron. But with defense player of the year, they'll probably give it to Anthony Davis. I think he is the favorite on odds. Is he? Yeah, he's minus one fifty on Odd Shark. Uh with Giannis at plus two hundred. The thing with awards is like the odds are all, like usually always right. Yeah, a lot of times. Mo- just because... Yeah. They're so they already have so much data that they already know what's going to happen. Yeah, another award is most improved player. I think this is a lock for Brandon Ingram. Really? Yeah, him or honestly, what about Bam? You can maybe say Devonte Graham, but Bam Adebayo. I think he he was really he was better than Brandon Ingram last year. People, he was showing flashes in last season. So it's hard to say he improved a ton, even though he did. But we're able to see Brandon Ingram, all all of his shooting percentages went up. Mm-hmm. His points per game went up a ton. And he's averaging like 24 a game, which is insane. Mm-hmm. He's been, when Zion's not on the court, he's been the best player in the NBA. Gotcha. Or in the, on the Pelicans. I guess my two cents about this would be, I remember, I don't know if you caught this before the season, but Bam had like a text message of a screenshot with D Wade, and D Wade was he he D Wade was like, "Nah, you're gonna drop like fourteen six and five or whatever what is this year," <laughs> and Bam was like, "Nah, I'm gonna drop sixteen ten. I think it was like nine or I can't remember what his stats were. Oh, he were. went nuts, yeah, yeah. And he ended up whatever he texted D Wade, he actually stats right now he has those exact stats and nice. D Wade like I can't wait to see like the banter between him and D Wade. Yeah, so I'd probably go with Brandon Ingram for most improved player. Other than that, six man of the year, usually Lou Williams award, like you like yes, to say. Yes, the Sweet Lou award for yeah. sure. And I'm sure you you want Lemon Pepper Lou to win this one, <laughs> but uh, I like Dennis Schroeder this year. I think just the fact that OKC is able to get to five seed or wherever they're they're at, that's pretty impressive, and he's a huge part of it. He's getting a lot of points off the bench. So I would say him. I don't know if you... I was a big fan of him in Atlanta. I liked him a lot. Yeah. I think he plays a big role into the next award with the Coach of the Year. I mean, mm-hmm. Billy Donovan's got insane odds to win it. Yeah. 
But I mean, a lot of people are petitioning for him, petitioning. A lot of people are advocating for him to become the coach of the year just because of what that team's done. But I just, I would love to see Billy Donovan win it just because of the roster they had before the season and how well they're doing since December. Yeah. They're like the fourth best team record wise since December. Nick Nurse is the guy. I think they're, the whole reason behind him is they're still a top dog in the NBA and they lost their best yeah. player, the finals MVP. Yeah. Which is, I, I'd probably say he deserves it. They're playing really great in the bubble. They haven't lost in the bubble. They have, they're second in the East without Kawhi. It's pretty insane. Like, he's able to grow Pascal Siakam, and it honestly seems like Kyle Lowry is peaking right now, which is insane because he's, like, he's in his low 30s. He's, he's, getting, he's getting up there in age. So I'd probably say Nick Nurse. It is surprising that Billy Donovan is 18-1. to 1. That's definitely worth putting some money on that. Other than that, maybe you could say Rick Carlisle for the Mavericks. I mean, just the Mavs. I mean, they made they made a big move. I think some people probably thought they'd be better than a seven seed, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's doing a good job, but I couldn't. I, I probably couldn't see him winning it. The fact that his odds are ten to one with Billy Donovan eighteen to one is pretty disrespectful for Billy Donovan. But is there anyone on this list with these odds that you're surprised that they have this like high odds? I guess. So you mean like too short or too long? too short too short too short? Uh. I guess I mean the two top dogs at with Nick Nurse and Mike Budenholzer. It's kind of surprising that they are like way shorter than everybody else. For guys that are too long, definitely Billy Donovan, but also Frank Vogel's seven and a half to one, and the Lakers just went from whatever they were last year, the ten seed to the one seed, and arguably the best team in the NBA, and the front runner to win the finals i mean if you got frank vogel out there might as well just have lebron on there too because he's basically yeah. the coach and gm of that team <laughs> yeah i think i agree billy donovan is too big of odds and i'm surprised that mike Budenholzer is that short but i mean this they do have the best record the Bucks yeah. have the best record so it's not that surprising there's for sure a correlation there yeah so with frank vogel and lebron being the head coach of the lakers <laughs> are you concerned at all for what the lakers are going through right now and what they have for the near future with the playoffs? So, Lakers just lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Billy Donovan, actually. Mm-hmm. They are just not shooting well right now. So, I am a little bit worried. But also, they already wrapped up the one seed in the West. So, they don't really have to worry that much. But it is concerning, for sure, to to see them shoot not as well as they usually do. Mm-hmm. And then, without Dwight Howard right now and Rajon Rondo... It, that hurts a little bit, even though they're they're really just role players. But Dwight Howard's still a great rebounder, even though he's old. Like he can still come into games and be dominant on on the boards. And then Rondo can come in and sub for point guard because there's really no other true point guard on the team. They they're running like Alex Caruso is running the point. Obviously, LeBron is controlling the point guard position, but you got guys like Alex Caruso and Avery Bradley running point, which is not going to work in the long run. I mean, you got J.R. Smith on that team, too. <sighs> that's pretty gross. <laughs> um, I mean, that's it. I'm fine with them picking him up. I hope we but... have another uh, moment like how he did in game, was yeah. it game one or two. Yeah, game one. Of, yeah. yeah. I mean, they got swept, I'm pretty sure, that year. <laughs> yeah. So, But yeah, I am kind of worried, actually, about the, the Lakers. I think, honestly, the Bucks are looking better and better. Because, I mean, they just lost to the Nets, but they... 
they were without two of their starters, and then Giannis and Middleton didn't play the second half. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a big deal. They're pretty much locking up the one seed. I don't know. It makes me think Lakers aren't – they honestly might not be the best team in the West. Like the Clippers might have a better playoff team if they're shooting better because the Lakers only beat them by two points without Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell yeah. playing for the Clippers. Someone that I am concerned about is uh, – have you seen what the clip recently with Paul George and how many game-winning shots he's got shot in his oh eye? Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> Dame <laughs> That's Lillard. embarrassing. The, um, who did it last week? Was it uh, Devin Booker? Devin Booker yeah. did it. There's like a five-minute clip of all these game-winners that he just got drained right in his eye, and he put great defense yeah. on I all mean, of the yeah, plays. he's a great defender, but I, don't, I was surprised. I didn't really... <laughs> I didn't know he got torched that many times. He's been getting exposed recently on Twitter, but I mean, I think the Clippers for sure and Lakers will be, I think, the final two teams. But I'm not really, in my opinion, I'm not really that concerned about the Lakers because LeBron, playoff LeBron mode, he just, when he goes quiet on Twitter and social media, he just goes nuts. He, there is no messing around. His stats in the playoffs are very good, but I just don't see that happening. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not changing my take on the Lakers winning the finals but yeah it is a little bit concerning just their overall team shooting mm-hmm. um another thing i mean what do we got next oh we almost forgot just just like how um the players almost forgot to vote these guys into the nfl 100 let me can you pull up the list of um special teams players in the uh nfl 100 uh yeah sure um nfl top Hundred. <clears throat> do you remember anybody off the top of your head? I think they might have snuck in. Scroll down, thirties, forties. Yeah, they wouldn't be here. Let's see. They'd probably be in the nineties, right? Let yeah. I me mean, go down. Go down a little bit. Oh, oh. There are no special teams players in the NFL one, top 100 again. Wow. This is abs- this is disrespect dude, to Justin Tucker. With Justin the, Tucker. The, the, the best kicker in the league by far. That's not even close. By far. Probably going to be one of the goats yeah. up there with Vinatieri. Mm-hmm. When, I don't even know the last time they put a special teams player in the top 100. Pat McAfee probably. It was probably, yeah, probably the punter. Or he, not Pat McAfee, and Vinatieri. Uh, Vinatieri, and I know, Mac, I think McAfee, McAfee put was, him on his like, top 10. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's for sure some outliers, but I just, there is so much disrespect to special players, kickers, and punters yeah like i mean maybe if we get marquette king back in the league and he can do some flashy shit on the punt special teams but i i don't know what it's going to take to get these guys in the nfl top 100 i mean we got darren waller up there a good season frank clark up there jason kelsey put a put a kicker up there man please please yeah i don't i mean it's pretty much just Justin Tucker, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody else. That, that's it. That's, that's <laughs> but, it. But I, that's disrespectful, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. come on. He's like, I mean, how many? He missed like one or two kicks last year. <sighs> he missed one, I think, and it was on some. Abs- it was just something stupid, I think. Yeah, it might have been two kicks, but the guy's been money, dude. Yeah, he's been money. But I mean, with disrespect, didn't Jeff Van Gundy? So there's two things. This is this is a Jeff Van Gundy segment right here. Okay. Easy segment. This might be a recurring theme that we do once a week. But last night's Nets and Celtics game, mm-hmm. complete blowout. 
Um, they the Celtics won by 34 points. But there's two things from Van Gundy in the fourth quarter. I mean, they could barely talk about basketball because it was a complete blowout. And so ESPN, without telling Jeff Van Gundy, pu- puts up this visual of a, t- <laughs> of a tomato that looks like Larry Bird. And Jeff Van Gundy, I mean, they're just trying to poke fun. The tomato, the tomato does look just like Larry Bird. It does, dude. And for some reason, Jeff Van Gundy thought this was just disrespectful. He said, no, oh, he now that's offended. disrespectful. That guy was. And then he said, what a competitor. He talks. To, <laughs> they talk about Larry Bird's skills after, like, dude, it's a joke. It clearly went way over your head. Uh, but the tomato looks identical. To Larry Bird. Did Larry Bird come out and get offended by this? I feel like Larry no, Bird laughed. I he's... don't think he cares at all. <laughs> dude, Jeff can't... Van Gundy says some whack stuff, dude, on the broadcast. I, I really... It's funny when he'll say something and then the other announcer's like, what, what, yeah, are, you, yeah. what are you talking about? And, bro? yeah, uh, another thing he said, now this is probably worse. Mm-hmm. I would say this is definitely worse. And I was watching this game live and it was just surprising to hear. What do he say? So, somehow... The announcers were talking about Jeff Van Gundy's neighbor's dog. <laughs> His neighbor's dog. This is like baseball in like <laughs> mid-July yeah. when there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. So Jeff Van Gundy's dog, a neighbor's dog apparently, is ugly is what Jeff Van Gundy was saying. I don't know why you'd say that on a broadcast. But <laughs> then he says, it was a dog that was rescued that shouldn't have been rescued. That's what he said. <laughs> oh my God, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> Chill out, dude. Like... <sighs> What was I? I, did. I don't know how the conversation started, but I feel like he said that, and then he, oh, yeah, he started doing the I, I, I. Yeah. Like he doesn't know how to. <laughs> oh, uh, Kyrie's not playing. Like, what do you? How do you transition into the game? Like, what are you doing? I don't. I, that's what an are you doing? From I read. Gundy. I was researching some basketball recently, and I saw an article at the bottom of the screen. I didn't even bother to click on it. And it said, Doris Burke shoots shots or was insulting her ex-husband on broad. What What are these guys talking about? I don't understand how some of this stuff comes up during the games. Just talk I, about the game. I don't know, dude. You got a, you got all the, this information in front of you and you oh, talk dude. about your neighbor's ugly dog. You got statisticians <laughs> talking in your ear with just random stats. <laughs> yeah, and dude. you're bringing up a tomato that looks like Larry Bird <laughs> and... Jeff Van Gundy's neighbor's like, ugly dog. Leave it to the guys on TNT with like Shaq and Chuck to do this. Don't, Jeff yeah. Van Gundy, you are not getting on that desk. It's yeah. okay. But ESPN needs to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Speaking of people that need to be better, I think we, we fell right into the bait of the Pat McAfee situation. We got baited. Yeah. I got baited. I've not. Ne- I really never get baited by this kind of stuff in the fight game and just all of these antics, where like Floyd McGregor, obviously a money thing. Yeah. Canelo Triple G, a money thing. The tie with um, KSI and Jake Paul. I I literally called. I was like, this is gonna end in a tie, and they're gonna fight again. But the thing is, is Pat McAfee's not the kind of dude to. I don't know why I thought that he. Adam Cole was being genuine on on his stream or on his show saying, oh, screw you, Pat, all this BS. And I was very – and then last night they went on NXT and they wrestled or whatever, quote, unquote. He took time out of his honeymoon 
to go to NXT Orlando or something, punted him right in the face and then left and got kicked out. Such a Pat McAfee thing. I think this is this ties into the um, XFL two trying to get in the booth where he clearly knows the scene with the Rock and understands what it takes to be an enter- like a entertaining guy on camera. And I think this is a very calculated move. Obviously, this is all calculated. This is how wrestling just works. Money, yeah, yeah. It's just. I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't know that Pat McAfee was that into wrestling. I didn't realize like it was even a possibility he, oh, that this would happen. I, I remember seeing on a show that he said when he got his like first big check, one of the first things he bought at like three in the morning at night was a wrestling ring yeah. for his house, for his barn or something. And he set it up and he wrestles guys in there, but he's not like a... I hope he no. doesn't turn into just doing all this stuff dude wrestling's not my thing i just i don't like how it's all fake i really don't dig it but dude but you see mcfee you think he's uh oh, he's on roids oh he's juiced yeah. bro he yeah. he might maybe it's not roids but he's for sure on some very very good supplements that are helping yeah. him get, get his arms bigger but yeah, i remember when he came out of college he was like fat and then he got yeah. skinny and now he's just jacked this dude. but i mean this is this is very calculated it's not like a very I think his his actual tweet got like twenty thousand likes on it. It might be more right now, but I just hope it does. This isn't a reoccurring thing. No. I mean, I think our last segment is this could be quite controversial. Yeah, we got another top fives this week. Yeah. Um, this is. Do you want to do yours first, or do you want me to do mine? I don't know mine completely yet. I okay. Wanna, I want to get in order, but okay. Yeah, you you go with yours if you know yours. Okay. So this top five this week is going to be the top five most overrated TV shows. I mean, pretty much in our lifetime. And I think a lot of people are going to get mad at this, but I'm going to start with number five. I've watched this show. I loved this show until the last season. Game of Thrones, dude. Ruined the show. People were saying Game of Thrones has goat status, but then the last season of the show just is such a vibe killer, dude. That's I don't know if you watched it, but they completely ruined the show. They had so much substance with the show and they missed so much opportunity. I can't I believe... not expecting you to say that. <laughs> yeah. I love the show. The show is good until the very last season. There's some co- cool parts in the last season, but I think the last season completely ruined it. Um, number four, I'm not a really big... And my, my whole reason with this is I'm not a really big person in animated shows, but Rick and Morty gets so much love. So much love. Yeah. And I, I could see why from a certain crowd it does get that love, but I just it's not my thing. I think that's extremely overrated. People think that that's a, one of the best shows out there. Yeah. Um, number three, Walking Dead. Walking Dead is yeah, it's it, pretty bad. It peaked very early. Yeah. And then it just went downhill. It's they're it's just they're forcing it down your throat. I feel like I'm getting suffocated every time I try to watch that show. That's pretty. But bad. number two and one, people are gonna get so triggered about my number one. But number two's gotta be Friends. Wow. Yeah. I've tried watching Friends and I just can't do it, dude. I. The thing is, is I've watched the The Office and Parks and Rec and those kind of sitcoms. Mm. I, those are the really the only ones that I could do. And I think if I would have watched Friends earlier before Parks and Rec and The Office, I think I would have liked it. Mm. But just the way that I've seen these shows go, I'm not a fan. And it, for me, it's hard to get into old shows and old me- movies in general. That could be a part of it. But people put Friends above shows like breaking bad like shows that are insane dude could carry a a nation and they and they just i don't understand but i mean my number one and this people love this show dude and this is the same thing an older show 
I think I'm going to agree with you on this Can one. Can you guess? You're going to say Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that show, I cannot... It's so forced. Have you seen the clips online of when it doesn't have the, like, the laugh track in the background? I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the most awkward shows out there. And it, I mean, obviously, it's older comedy and there are... Obviously, there's funny parts in the show, hmm. but I just... Jerry Seinfeld is not my type of comedian. I I, I can't do it, dude. Yeah. It People love the show, and that's fine and all. I'm not going to say don't watch it, but I'd rather be watching Breaking Bad or House of Cards or anything else, dude. Yeah. I, if I want to watch a funny show, I go watch South Park or like Family Guy, dude. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, I in general, shows with laugh tracks, I can't do. Like, yeah. my parents will watch um, Last Man Standing with Tim Allen, okay. I think his name. Yeah. I try to watch that show, and I just can't because the laugh track. And it's it's like alley-oop jokes. It's yeah. you, it's it's like watching wrestling where you know it's scripted. It's so scripted to the point where it's too scripted. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, I will say, I'll go on. I'll start with my list. Number five, I think I probably will piggyback on you for like three of these. Okay. Seinfeld. I'm not gonna say it's the most overrated. I'll say it's the fifth. Okay. Um. And then I actually forgot about Walking Dead. I completely agree with you. I loved that show at the very beginning because it it was good at the beginning, and then they just kept doing the same stuff. When like they end, when it got the term more after, zombies and after more Terminus, did you watch till that part or whatever? I, that I town don't was remember called? any of it. There was honestly. like a town in the beginning. I think it was called Terminus, and after that, I was like, oh, they're just doing the same shit yeah. over and over and over and it's over. Insane. Like, I can't do it. Yeah, so I'll say that for number four. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, I think I'll... I mean, I haven't seen a ton of Rick and Morty, but I cannot stand watching that for over a few minutes. Yeah, I'd have to be high to watch it. <laughs> and most people are high that watch it. I think. Yeah. Um, so I'll put that number three. Um, number two. I have a good number one that you. I think you might have forgotten about. Um... I hope you say like American Idol or something. No. <laughs> Bring that back. Yeah. With the right judges. With the right judges. Uh, number two. I don't know. They can do like a serious show or like a comedy show? There's a lot of... Honestly, I was thinking this other show that I, I liked a lot at the beginning. And then they kept doing the same thing. I don't know if you remember this one. It's called Arrow. Oh, I heard of... Isn't yeah. that, is that some like CW, right? Yeah. I yeah. can't... It's CW like shows are hard for me to watch. I liked it a lot at the beginning. Yeah. And then it just got so boring. But it's not... That's not really overrated, though. That's like... That's it, not... Everybody loved it, dude. They Do they put that show high up in the rankings, though? A lot of people think that's like the best show. Why? I think... Look, look. Here's... We look So up. overrated. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. It's um, a picture of... We've typed in overrated TV shows, and there's a picture of the Arrow logo with so overrated in all caps. Yeah. Um, and then number one. This is the one I wanted to get to. Did I mention it? I don't think our viewers will have a problem with it. No, you didn't mention it. But, uh... Oh, I forgot a show I need to mention. Go ahead. The Bachelor. A terrible <sighs> show. I mean, it's a ridiculous concept, um, like the same person dates a bunch of different people of the, of the other gender and then gets married and then they almost always don't end up getting married or divorce. I mean, I, 
I don't get it at it's all. Like a stepping stone, it's like a stepping stone to polygamy, but at the <laughs> yeah. end, it just ends in one relationship. I, the, I love how I understand the criticism behind the show, but I can and see... And the dates they do on the show are so cringy. So here's my thing. I like to watch the show... I don't watch the show, but if I'm ever watching the show, I like to watch it and laugh just because of how dumb yeah. of the things that are said and that yeah. they do. I think a lot of that show is scripted and they do implement drama for sure, yeah. but I do see... I'll disagree with you because I see why people love the show. I mean, people love to watch drama. I mean, it's like Real Housewives. Like, yeah. That's, those shows it's are like the overrated too because so many people watch it, but it's garbage TV. <laughs> it's, yeah. But it sucks so many Compared to like in. Breaking Bad level of acting oh, yeah. I mean, they're acting completely filming, different, but yeah. Completely different. And I see it's a very calculated like model they have. And I think uh, that's where I disagree with you just because of how... They're very smart with their marketing and PR behind it. Just it gets a lot of people, and well, people exactly. love to watch. It drama. sucks people in. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's got so many people viewing it, mm-hmm. um, and it does not deserve it at all. <laughs> oh, for sure. One that I forgot to mention, I guess, like I say, this is an honorable mention, is um, Grey's Anatomy. A lot of people love that. A lot of people yeah. love that show, but my biggest thing is I just think. My, I can't do those types of shows, so I guess that's why I'll say it. People love that show. I really didn't get yeah. to watch much of it, so I'm kind of ignorant on that. But I think that would be my honorable mention. Yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah. But, I mean, that's I mean that's pretty much all we got today. Is there anything else? we need? I don't think we need to cover anything else. No. I mean, yeah, there's not a ton going on in the sports world. Um, but, yeah, I think we uh, covered everything. Yeah. Um, um, next week you're gonna be out of town, so yeah. episodes are gonna be delayed another week. Yeah, well, we'll still so we'll have a little surprise for you guys next week. It will be yeah. we'll post it on the page, and you can still yeah. consume the the content that we have. It will be in a different form, so definitely check that out and look out next week, guys. Other than that, um, mate, hit with the music. <laughs>